Why the fuck is there a banana peel on your head? Oh, Unique. Boy. Unique. I hate you so much. I hate me more. Good. Welcome to the cup, the currently unnamed podcast where we put the T in reality, and you can always come to us first to quench your thirst. I'm Logan Murphy, a say something gay, gay. I can't think of another creative intro. Um, and I'm drinking a lot of coffee because it's still morning for me. Slay. Um, and I'm not sure who said it, but it resonated with my soul. You want to fuck me, Barbara? Eris Envy, your formerly hairy punk rock Mary, all the way from York, reminding you that titty stubble is a fate worse than death. And I'm Rare Sun, and here's a story of a gal named Drew, a simple gal who started like me and you. And yes. <laughs> this, week, this week, I have my piss bottle again. Yay! Little had peach in stock. It's not lemon anymore. Oh, good. Rare, you will be my 13th reason. Don't joke about that. Don't joke about that. Eureka, it's not funny. <laughs> and we are here talking about Queens Down Under. Down Under. <laughs> episode the three. Episode. The single best episode of Drag Race Down Under that's ever happened. Definitively yeah. on the record books. A lot of people were saying last week was their favorite. And I thought it was a perfectly acceptable and lovely episode. But not. Mm, no. Maybe not my favorite. I don't know. But, Rhea, you're here for Down Under, finally. Hi. I got my internet sorted. And we're finally doing it at a British-friendly time. Yay. The only time Americans have been friendly to the British. (laughs) And what did we do with this social... (laughs) And what did we do with this socially acceptable time? We almost slept through it. You almost Not slept through it. Eris and V almost slept. I fully would have gone on. It would have been me and Rhea, and we would have had a great time. I'm happy you're here. Day Don't get time. me wrong. I was dreaming a little dream. Leave me alone. Oh, yeah. We know what you were dreaming about, Mom. <gasps> I'll young. tell you. Anyway, Rhea, give us your thoughts on the uh, two episodes that we've seen so far of Down Under. Um. Oh, let me think. Fucking hell. Episode one, I didn't like that much. I kind of like zoned out through it. And then episode two, it was another like land acting challenge, but like an okay episode, especially for Down Under. So mm-hmm. I'm liking the season so far. I'm watching it more because with Down Under season one, I literally watched the first episode and I was just like, I'm done. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, that's so good. the fact the fact that I've reached past episode one for this season is a new record. <laughs> I'm proud of all of us for reaching episode three, honestly. Yeah. Like, we were all a little trepidatious going into the season, just knowing what happened in season yeah. one. And this episode specifically, we'll talk about, you know, the Hanaconda of it all. Um, uh, I genuinely... I stood in front of my TV when that happened, just jaw on the floor, like, um, yeah. but we'll get there. Before we do, though, we have to say our final goodbye to 
Aubrey, hey! Aubrey, Audrey, oh. hey! Audrey, hey! I love that. Apparently, people in the workroom were calling was calling her Audrey, and I'm like, no, Audrey. Aubrey, yeah, Audrey, she put hey. on her on her um on her mirror message. She put Aubrey, Audrey, hey! And I'm like, who's <laughs> calling her Audrey? God. I think if I ever had to write a mirror message, I would just write P. Yes, absolutely. I know for a fact that is that is what you would write. Because I know you very well. Um, but yes, we have to say goodbye to Aubrey. Hey! <laughs> this is almost as bad as losing Vice Admiral Boom Boom on Canada. Oh, or losing uh, our Saskatchewan bestie, Shalazan LaRue. Oh, fuck. Okay, hold on. I thought I was Our... going to escape this voice impression doing Down Under, but clearly not. Absolutely not, because every opportunity that I get, I have to do my favorite impression of Shelazon LaRue. <laughs> um, no, so we walk back into the workroom. Aubrey is gone. I don't know why I do the body movement with it. I don't know where the... Aubrey have... Um, but it's Shakira touching herself after she's got sunburn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you. oh my god, my coffee almost spilled. Fuck you, bitch. Um, <laughs> Aubrey is gone, and um, <laughs> everybody comes back into the work room. Work room. God, words are hard today, and that's not a fun problem to have. But Queen comes in, and she's obviously upset for Aubrey, but she is more upset at herself. Like, she had the idea coming into the competition that she was going to absolutely slay from episode one, and that's not her reality, unfortunately. I think we would have all liked that to be her reality. Because Queen yeah, Kong, yes, yeah, she's Queen Kong. But um, she's like, I've kind of hit rock bottom, and I know what it feels like, and now there's literally nowhere else to go but up. Yeah. I loved how the girls were... Um... They were just like, yeah, none of us would want to be in the bottom with you, so don't don't be in the bottom again. Like, don't that do was that. The, don't do that again. <laughs> Detox. This is actually your intervention. <laughs> Please stop, stop this. <laughs> One of my favorite reads of all time. God, I love it. Um, but yeah, so we come back into the workroom the next day. They're talking shit and then we get a mini challenge which is incredibly stupid so dumb and i love it that was it. a mini challenge yes there were 10 menses and there were oh okay in their shorts that number five i have to say that number five i like the hon i think it's the one that's like sean or something a... oh sean on us no, 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 no. Sean on, oh. on Down Under. I can't remember. I think it might be. I don't know. It's the one that RuPaul asked, do you ever work out three times a day? And he just goes, Nara, oh, that's, that's stupid. Yeah, I think that is Sean. Nara, that would be stupid. Oh, my God. I love... Thank you, Art Simone, for giving us all the anecdotes that I never knew I needed about <laughs> Down Under. There was also one that was hairy and had a mullet, and I was just like... That was number five. Oh, good. Okay. That's why okay. I'm like, I... It was number five and number nine for me were the hottest. And yes, here at the Cup, we do enjoy objectifying men. Why? Because they've been doing it to women for years. Let me just say, 
I am not a person that experiences a lot of sexual attraction based off looks. I am very personality driven, unlike the people on Love Island who say they are. What? I actually am. Not Love Island. So watching all these men come in and I'm like, okay, so clearly it's going to be like a sexy mini challenge. I'm going to yeah. like clock out a bit. But I was actually a bit like, um, I was watching in a little bit because I actually wanted to find out where all of the items were. <laughs> Right, like... I was like, I couldn't tell. So they each have like a drag queen essential item yeah. in their pants. And I'm like, how are you? How are you hiding a hair dryer in your pants, sir? And it wouldn't shock I'm me to find sorry? out that RuPaul. It wouldn't shock me to find out that RuPaul believes a penis is a drag essential item. Honestly. Oh, but I'm Tish. Down <laughs> under extended cut. Queens down under. Are they circumcised in Australia? Some of them. Um, maybe. I, I have hooked up with a circumcised man who is from Australia, so that's the only reason I know. Well, that's but I don't think most of them are. I know he was really hot though. Anyways, so the mini um, challenge was fun. Well, no, we okay. Had, so yeah. Well, so they were wearing these belts, and so I was like, oh, the things are, like, in the belts. Cool. Whatever. Like, that would have made a lot more sense. But they were just, like, what were they hanging from? It Was it, like, string at the back, do you think? I don't fucking know. I, I honestly um, don't know anymore. We get um, some of Paloma's psychic powers. Paloma's? Pomora. It's Pomora, isn't it? Pomora. Girl, not a Miss Mosu thing again. Not a Miss Mosu moment. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. This is another sequence moment, is it? <laughs> Sash. <laughs> Sash. Then we wear the shot. Then we wear the shot. <laughs> oh, Roxy. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I kind of zoned out for most of this mini challenge. I, I, I remember RuPaul I was too. like, "You're psychic." I'm like RuPaul, RuPaul. And I was like, "Why were they stood up there in groups? Because normally they yeah. don't do that." But there were only three other queens on when anyone like one per. I was so confused. Was were anyways, they like in groups of two, like, or in groups of four? That's why I thought they were in groups of four and they had turns to get points for the group. But then it was a one winner and I was like, what? Yeah, anyway, I, then the, then the anyway, green one wins. What? The green, green one. one. Molly, because her favourite colour is green. Huh? And then you the green one it. wins. Molly Poppins wins the mini challenge. The green one. Because producer said so. Congratulations, I don't know. Work diva. Um, I'm actually really liking Molly though. I didn't know how to feel yeah. about her the first couple of episodes. I'm, I'm liking her. She's. Yeah. I'm here to be a Molly Poppins stan, but um, sure. I will say this this episode, and I'll say this now. I am a Mini Cooper ride or die. If Mini Cooper has a hundred fans, I am one of them. If Mini Cooper has one fan, I am one of them. If Mo Mini Cooper has no fans, then I am dead and no longer on this earth. That little manic old lady is my favorite person on this show. I don't know what they put in Nana's tea, but I, she was on it this episode, <laughs> and I loved it. Tea. Not this. Well, oh. we get the maxi challenge for the week, which 
I don't know what it is about Drag Race and doing like drag applicable challenges recently, but we've been seeing them all over the globe. But it's literally, they heard our calls and praise, and they were just like, they, "Oh, you know said, what would have?" Oh, they said, "Oh, you don't want a stupid acting challenge every week? Okay, yeah. we'll give you drag brunch, which essentially was a roast." Because that's what yeah. most, at least in my personal experience, going to drag brunch. I think it was kind of supposed to be like stand-up. Yeah, kind of stand-up. Like stand-up roast hosting. But, okay, Can my I... drag race encyclopedic knowledge is slowly deteriorating as we get 4,000 more seasons. I can't remember a time where we had like a true like hosting challenge, which is something that is very, very applicable to drag queens in real life. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, you forget? A, I'm going to tell you a story. Okay. I had a gig this Friday. I was hosting a burlesque show for these wonderful burlesque dancers at Twisted Bell's Burlesque. Check them out. It's all about um, empowering women and body positivity. Really lovely business. Um, Sarah, the owner, lovely woman. Fabulous. I get up on stage. I do my first number as the opening act. They hand me the microphone. I look out into the audience. I freeze. Oh, no. I, get, I tell everyone where the fire exits are. I tell everyone all about Trista Bell's burlesque. I tell everyone that they can't smoke in front of the building. And then I get off stage. Oh, At no. no point during that intro did I tell them what my fucking name was. And I continue hosting and introducing oh. the acts up until the interval when a very drunk, kind lady who pinned my wig into the back of my head earlier, like, she was trying to fucking kill me because that wig did not go anywhere. She comes <laughs> up and she's like, darling, just so you know, you forgot to say your name when you introduced yourself. And I was just like, my fucking God. But I love that lovely and go, we want to welcome, welcome. welcome you. Oh, no, I did Listen. accidentally butcher one of the team names, but... Oh, no. My apologies well, to the Morand Minxes, who are not called the Morand Mixes. Uh, well, all right then. But yeah, so for winning the mini challenge, Molly gets to pick the teams. Yes. And at first I'm like, oh, she's not going to be super shady. She picks Hannah for herself, which is the logical choice. Yeah. And then she puts Minnie and Queen Kong together. Which I thought was like, sure, I'm not mad yeah. at that choice. Yeah. She then decides to put Bev with Pamara and Spanky yeah. with Yuri. And like, cutting ahead for a hot second, they're like having a conversation like across the workroom at each other. And um, Molly was like, well, I could have put. Minnie, I could have put you with Beverly based on what happened last week, but I didn't. Ooh. And it's like, that's true. Like, it, it didn't seem inherently shady, but also Molly's confessional was like, Miss Congeniality out the door. So I'm like, was she only try only and specifically trying to sabotage Spanky? I think she was setting herself up to have a good job, and then she was doing the good old drag race trick where she wasn't going to put two strong people in one team. Yeah. So she probably didn't perceive Yuri as strong. She probably didn't perceive Bev as strong. She probably didn't 
perceive Queen Kong as Queen, someone who'd be yeah. good at this challenge. Yeah. And um, that came around to um, biting her in the ass a little because we did end up. They did and. Where's her heart today? Molifer Poppington did end up not winning that challenge. Molifer Poppington. Womp womp. Very that energy. That's her new Womp womp. Sure. Um, yeah, Yuri Yuri is feeling a little underestimated. She says that words are not her specialty. Me either, girl. Just like Eric's. Just like... Yeah. Um, but then Spanky is, Spanky is straight up like, this is no shade against you, but I feel set up. And I'm like... Oh. Why would you say that to your partner? I think if literally, if Spanky had been paired with anyone else she's in the bottom because they don't work well together yeah. but because it's yuri yuri's like oh yeah no it'll be great yeah and i'm like girl what yes, I it'll be great yeah. great <laughs> um yeah. this, this is the start of the ongoing Argument slash discussion between Bev and Pamara, they are just mm. not. No, they're just Button not. Heads. And like, it's... Bev has a really cute idea for their like outro. And then, like, jumping ahead to working with nondescript <laughs> Australian white man Chris Parker, what the fuck happened? Can I just say. I know I said earlier that I wasn't attracted to any 10 of the, the pit crew, but I yeah. was attracted to Mr. Parker. Really? There was some there was something about him that when I saw him in the preview, my basement was flooded. I mean, he's a generically attractive white man, so sure. Yeah, Presumably so white. White Australian. passing. White pass. I don't want to assume anybody's race, but he looks <laughs> yeah, white. My my mum just came and stood outside the door and I didn't realise till I turned around and saw her there leaning into the window. Oh, because good. Sally is a shithead like that sometimes. Hey, she Sally. Um, um, oh, I, oh, yes. Yeah. Skipping. So, oh, go ahead. So I just want to add my thoughts. Yeah, um, Pombe just really did not get on with the good Bev. And Don't. Just... Do... No, no, no. I'm cutting you off there. Don't you fucking dare. Okay, Pombe. I will explain that Pombe is a brand of potato chips here in the UK, and that's why I'm calling it her is. that. Okay, still. They're very stale crisps, though, you have to admit. And that's okay, why I'm calling her that. Still. <laughs> okay, well, Pomegranate. I'm going to start Pom calling you Evil Envy. How'd you like that? Okay, well, Pomegranate and Becky don't seem to get along that well. Okay, that's better. That's better. Just beefing with each other the entire episode. Oh my god. Yeah, because we yeah. cutting ahead to with um with Reese and the uh, the, the apparently very attractive Drea, Chris Parker. Um, Bev is like, oh yeah, I had like a there's like a traditional like um cheers that we do in Melbourne. Yeah, Brisbane is where she's from. I think I don't remember. I Brisbane, Brisbane, one of the major cities. Yeah. So there's a traditional, like, cheers that that we do in Brisbane that I wanted to do. And Pomara's just like, and I no. shut it down. 
And in that moment, I was like, and that's why you're going home. Yeah. Like, Pamara just... Pamara just felt so specifically in her head. And, like, she wanted to do everything exactly her way. Mm. And didn't give Beverly any room to breathe in this challenge. Yeah, I'm beginning to understand why many said she was entitled because she comes across yes. that way at least I, I definitely that it. we see on down under but absolutely i bet yeah. she's a lovely gal but lovely girl i, I definitely see what minnie's talking about um what are you doing my ear was itchy leave me alone so you went you in with a protractor this was not a protractor it was the lid of my pringles that's okay, worse. I don't know whether a protractor would be better or worse. Yeah. Um, anyway. Anyway, we then move over to a conversation in the workroom. It's Molly and Hannah, and we see Queen and Minnie, and they're all talking about like what they're doing. Um, yeah. Queen and Minnie talk about how their whole bit is going to be revolving around like race and the fact that Queen is both Samoan and Tongan, and Minnie is very clearly white. And so they're going to play off of that. We'll talk about it in the actual performance because I thought it was pretty successful. Um, but this is a moment where we see a very serious and I'm going to say important conversation specifically now between Queen and Hannah. And if you weren't aware of the allegations and the situation surrounding Hannah Conda going into this season. Um, I believe it was before season one of Down Under even aired. And right after the filming of season one, Hannah put out, it was either that or like right before she went to go film Drag Race. Timelines are difficult. I, it, whatever. Before she went on Drag Race, Hannah issued a public apology talking about how in the past she had um she had done a lot of appropriating cultures um just straight up racism in a lot of different ways um yeah. which kind of came out of nowhere um clearly was influenced by the uh miss adams situation on season one yeah. Um, and so this is gonna sound really bad, but in my mind, it seems like Hannah's trying to like get ahead of the curve mm. in in one way or another. And at least that was my perspective going into this season. I did not have a very high view on Hannah Conda. I'm gonna be very honest. Like yeah. I knew of these allegations and I knew of the things that she had done in her past, and um they have a really important conversation where Hannah's like, yeah, I've, I've done a lot of this, like, appropriating. I've done a lot of this racism, and mm. I'm doing my best to work on it and, like, be a better ally and learn, like, when and where, like, microaggressions that even I think I've worked on come out in my everyday life. Um, and then Queen kind of adds to that conversation, obviously being one of the few people of color in uh, Australasian drag, let alone one of the few people of color on this season. 
um, yeah. having a really important conversation about like why it's important to not appropriate cultures, um, like all that, all of that kind of stuff. I again, I am white, so this is not my apology to accept. Mm. But with that said, I'm very happy that this conversation is being shown yeah. on Drag Race because especially because of what happened on season one and the public call out of Miss Adams on the show by RuPaul and RuPaul's lack of response, basically. Yeah. Um, because I mean, I'll say I, this, but Scarlett Adams lost a lot of her burlesque titles as a result of what she did. Mm. Yeah. Whereas Drag Race was like, oh, you can keep competing. It's like, no. And I think, no. honest, I, this is a conspiracy theory personally, but I feel like had there been no public outcry over Miss Adams, I feel like she probably would have won season one. Yeah. Yeah. She objectively had the best track record of anybody in the final four. Yeah. Am I very happy that Ketamine won? Absolutely. I love Ketamine. But, um, yeah, I uh, this was not a conversation I anticipated seeing. Honestly, I anticipated seeing on the show, let alone in this yeah. episode. But I'm happy we saw it. And I am happy that Hannah yeah. seemingly is um, is working on yeah the issues that she's had in the past and taking action on it rather than just giving out mm -hmm. a, an apology like a, a verbal apology like she like like what dedicated. scarlet did yeah like <laughs> I, i'm i'm still mad that not that there was no consequences for scarlet adams because i haven't seen what Hannah's done, and I don't know if there's pictures or videos or whatever. I know she's apologised. I did read her apology, so obviously she has done something. But the thing with Scarlett Adams is she was like, oh, it's stuff that I did as a teenager. I was dumb. And it was literally like a year before filming Down Under that she was doing this. Not stuff. even. It was six months prior. Oh, the main, main photo I saw was her appropriating like six months prior to filming Drag Race. So... Um, Obviously, racism is not okay. Don't do it. Mm. But I am happy that people are learning from mm. the mistakes that they've made in their past. And again, Queen not my, made like a, not my apology to accept. But go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Queen made a really good point saying it's no one's apology to accept apart from the groups of people that Hannah had hurt. Yeah, and I'm glad that Hannah's put that apology out. And I'm glad that she's actually addressed those issues rather than, you know, the position of Scarlett, who in that moment tried to shift attention to Maxie. If you remember, she was like, oh, but Maxie, you're of a certain age. I'm sure da -da 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 stuff's happened with you. And Maxie was like, yeah, I grew up around that stuff and it was awful, but mm -hmm. doesn't make it an excuse. Exactly. And also, if you notice, I, this is one thing I picked up from watching Down Under season one. Uh, Etc. was best buds with Scarlett up until that moment and spent the rest of the yeah. season on her ass until she was out. Yep. Wasn't she out and that same was... episode? Yep. Because yeah. they couldn't have her calling her out. There was no one touched that episode either that Scarlett was called out on the runway. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad 
that this conversation was kept in because they could have just glossed over it and been like, Hannah's apologised on her own terms. We don't have yeah. to address it. And I'm glad they've... I'm not going to congratulate them for in including the conversation, but it's an improvement. Yeah. From my perspective. Everything so far with Down Under honestly seems to be improving. Even yeah. the lighting this episode, I was like, finally, the lighting looks at least half decent. Get some Michelle lights is on the not, Michelle is not underlit. RuPaul looked like RuPaul again. I was like, thank yeah. the Lord above. Like, I think Down Under is finally getting it. Finally. Um, yeah, so we get the um, we get the rehearsal with Reese and Chris Parker. Honestly, the only thing of note for me was Pamara and Beth. And just yeah. like that working well together. Yeah, pomegranate and Becky. Womp. Womp. And Womp. then, before we go to the runway for the Never challenge, left, yeah. we come into the workroom the next day and there is no Yuri. And we find out that Yuri has an eye infection. Wash your fucking brushes. I said to you, I almost got... I, I almost went blind once because I got... um blepharitis in my left eye oh god from not washing my brushes and i have a scar on my eye still hold on i'm gonna zoom in i don't know if my webcam camera is strong enough to pick this up but which eyeball is it oh no it's this one wait no is it this one yeah it's this one you should I... know what eye has a scar on it my dear it has there's like a red lot on where on your eye is it it's not showing up it's not okay is it a slightly darker red bit yes there's a darker yeah, red bit. It. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. 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 That is from okay. almost three years ago now. And it has not oh, faded wow. since. Yeah. Oh, I, wow. I wash my brushes It's the reason why I can't wear contact lenses. Because if I wear contact lenses, I'm still at risk of going blind. God. I'm just like, I'm just like contacts and drag. I'm like, no, I'm good. Yeah. I hate having things in my eyes, period. And like, the makeup that I do is like, too extravagant to the point where I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Like my yeah. my ex drag daughter, ex drag daughter now, she tried mm. to convince me to um, buy a set of contacts for um, a digital drag performance that is coming out soon, mm -hmm. um, and I was just like, no, because <laughs> wow. I I could not get that close. Doing mascara, I'm like shitting myself doing mascara. And that's, uh -huh. that's like well, as close as I can get. <laughs> Yeah. Shall we clean your talk makeup brushes? About... Yeah, clean your makeup brushes is is the point of this episode. Thank you yeah. for coming to our TED Talk. Let's talk <laughs> about the challenge. The looks. When we open with Pamara and Bev. Flop. Yeah, agreed. I thought Pamara looks great though. I love oh, yeah, they what, both look good. I love yeah. what Becky is wearing. But her makeup is kind of a little off this episode. I well in this her, outfit. I don't know what it was. Make, her makeup looked like it um her contour looked like it wasn't blended enough. Mm. Yeah. Because you could kind of see like a little bit of like on the like extreme close up, it just didn't look as like blended as she typically looks. And like Bev is not someone whose makeup has looked bad through the first two episodes. So I was, like, genuinely shocked. Mm. 
Do you think um, maybe because they were waiting for Yuri, maybe they didn't give the queens a lot of time? Like maybe they were trying to see if they could get Yuri out altogether? Yes. Because I but don't they think, honestly, like, oh, like we'll talk about some of the makeup for the challenge, but I don't think any of them really looked flawless. Like Pamara's makeup looks yeah. really good here, but I think it's because she yeah. did a lighter beat. Hmm. Um, and yeah. like Bev's eyeliner, like eyeliner situation kind of looks a little bit different to what she typically does. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I'm gonna say it, flop. <clears throat> it just, I did not laugh. I was just sat there. I yeah. laughed one time, but it was the joke that we had already heard. The like, we're here to represent the least represented people. Drunk white women. White like, women. that was, but, oh, like, yeah. we already knew that joke going into it. I didn't mm. laugh at anything that I hadn't already heard in the episode. Yeah, um, flop queens. Flop queen. Flop, flop queen. queen. Yeah. yeah, this, I mean, the bottom two was obvious for the rest of the episode. Mm. Like, I think the winners of this challenge was obvious, and I think the bottom two were obvious, and I think the people who were safe did pretty good. I actually disagree with the winner being obvious. We'll talk about it. I was yeah, kind of caught you? off guard. I was kind of caught off guard. Did you think it was going to be Minnie and Queen? We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. I thought it was going to be Hannah, Minnie, uh, Hannah and Molly, to be fair. yeah. I also thought it was going to be Hannah and Molly. Just because... Just... Sorry, go ahead, Raya. No, you go. I was going to say, just because, like, they had set up this narrative from the start of the episode where Hannah was like, well, I've been in the top two weeks in a row, so this is going to be my chance to win. And it, I yeah. thought it was going to be very, like, Nina West in a very different way, because Nina's... I love Nina. But it, in, like, the moments on season 11 where Nina was like, I don't want a challenge. I'm going to win a challenge today. And then she does. Mm. Like, I, I felt like that was the kind of, like, editing we were getting from, like, confessionals from Hannah. Mm. So I was like, yeah. oh, Hannah's going to win. Cool, lovely. She's going to get her first win. Wonderful, mm -hmm. cool, whatever, whatever, whatever. And that wasn't the case. I thought Molly and Hannah did a really good job. They were really funny. Yeah. A priest and a clown walk into a bar. And here they are. I am really happy that Reese gave them the recommendation of going personal with the story. Mm. Because initially, what they had was not all that strong. And what it they ended good. up with still wasn't super strong. It wasn't all put together, but I don't think anyone was super all put together. Yeah. Like, this whole episode after Yuri being gone did feel a little bit rushed. Yeah, and I'm not, I agree. I'm not setting up a conspiracy theory of, like, they halted production because Yuri was gone, but it's it was kind of, like going into it quick and then we'll talk about the, the placements and how quick they were. <laughs> um, Good God, yeah. That being um, said, I love what Hannah's wearing. Yes. I hate yeah. what Molly is wearing. Yeah. Yes. And listen, I'm impartial <laughs> to a good, I'm impartial to a good sequence showstopper, but this fit, fits horrifically. The yeah. top part of it is just very sack like and then the bottom part it looks like those silly worms made yes. into a skirt i also she don't looks, think the hair goes with it she looks but, lumpy yeah it's giving bumpy queen that being said the makeup is gorgeous and i think the wig is lovely 
Like this is the yes. nicest hair we've seen Mollifer Poppington in. Uh, that being I, said, her, her episode one hair was good. That being said, Molly, sell this dress. Yeah, I just wanted like a belt on Hannah. That's all I wanted. A white I just wanted belt. something. I like a, a white belt. Even, yeah, I was giving, or even a yellow belt if we're gonna go with the with the Matthew, like Matthew. the act of the hair and the boa. Like I think that would have been kind of cute. Um, because I'm losing a bit of her shape in this like sack dress, for lack of a better term. Mm. But I think Hannah looks great overall. Yeah, this party started on a Saturday night. But yeah, I think overall their chemistry was very, very well defined, very, very quickly. Um they had the like ah moments like at the beginning of the too. Um overall yeah, I thought it was a very, very solid Italian. performance. Eh. That's not what we sound like, but okay. Uh. Let's talk about Queen and Minnie. This is one of the only shots I could find with both of them in it. I was going to say, <laughs> it was really weird that Queen walked out on her own and Min uh, Minnie was just like, I'm here too, behind the stage. I, I really liked that, honestly. Like, I I thought splitting everything up, especially with the kind of narrative that they were going for, I thought mm. splitting them up and starting with Queen and establishing the, like, um, talking about her um, her culture being both Samoan and Tongan, I thought that was, like, a really good way to start. And then bringing out Minnie, kind of giving them each their own moment, but then also playing up this, like, and that's what you call white privilege like i i thought that was like the the way that they did it i don't think necessarily would have been as effective had they both come out at the same time mm. that being said they both look like they're going to the met gala yeah absolutely i don't understand what's happening with this lavender tool on queen it's fashion i think okay. it's, she's giving I you think... zendaya goes to the oscars okay it does look good on her, and I think it's to kind of match Minnie in a sense, because otherwise it would be yeah. a black blazer dress and Minnie's in a white. Sure. Yeah. Like sure. Um, lace dress. I don't know. This, this is my this is my favorite thing Minnie has worn so far. Agreed. She looked wonderful. Yeah. I will say this was the episode that someone put something in Minnie's coffee. Because she was just hobble gobbling around that stage, and I was loving every second of it. God, she was a lot this episode, but not in a bad way. I loved it. I loved every second of it. I love her smile. I'm obsessed. I'm a Mini Cooper stand first, and a human being second. I think I'm a Queen Kong stand first, and a human being second. But I understand. I love Mini too. These two, these two together as well. Like I, I thought they worked really well together. I. Wouldn't have been surprised if they had won either. Mm. Just because I thought the overall narrative and what they did was incredibly well established. Yeah. But, yeah. Meanwhile, this whole time, Yuri has not been on stage, but thank the Lord above she makes it to the stage. Do you know what mm. that little aside moment gave me? Huh. It was um, Kamora Hall on season 13 when they're, when they're like... Five minutes. She was in the workroom, like, get this fucking Literally. makeup on me now. 
Bitch, why you didn't just put an eye patch on on top of this instead of getting makeup around your infected eyeball? Oh my god. They gave I, her actually, medication. Yeah, I know, yeah. but I've done drag with an, with blepharitis and I just put a rhinestone eye patch over my eye and slayed. And, you yeah. know, and I was in New York during 9-11 and I still worked it and I was still fierce in the words of Tyra Banks. Oh my god. Uh, on to what they're wearing though Spanky looks good The best thing Spanky's worn The best thing Spanky's worn She looks yeah. lovely Lovely girl It's so nice to see her looking presentable hmm. Sorry that's really um, fucking mean I'm sorry but I, we're just used to seeing Spanky In um The past two episodes Spanky's outfits have clearly not been our favorites and i think she looks really good here like this is hot fly and sexy this she whole episode like... she looked great agreed we'll talk about her runway in a sec and but yuri looks really cute too it's nice to see yuri looking yeah like very human <laughs> for, for <laughs> lack of a better term human i i Formal. have a little i have a little thing about yuri's makeup which don't hate me for it mm -hmm. and i know mm -hmm. One of my friends, Gyro, is going to hate me for it as well. But there's such a disconnect with Yuri's face and the rest of her yes. that it kind of distracts me. It's like someone's put a monster high doll head on a Barbie. I understand that for sure. And it's it looking at this photo, it's almost like you've photoshopped another queen's face onto her. Right. It's, How dare it's that you? different. She's Yuri guy. But I like I like her makeup. I just I do too. A slightly less light. That's I all. would like her to lean into this sort of like alien esque aesthetic a little bit more. And I think she has mm. been with last week's look. I think it lended very very well with the makeup and like the praying mantis look. Yeah. Um. I will say this is probably the softest she's looked, and that's not a mm. positive or negative. I think it's just the fact that she had very limited time to get ready. <laughs> um. But no, she looks like a chartreuse Jessica Rabbit, and honestly, I'm here for it. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm not. Crazy. I'm not mad at it. She played. I was very worried about this pairing. And I think Yuri played the straight man character so well. Mm. And I, Spanky just setting everything up and then Yuri's being like, come! Penis. No, not this time. Come! You got it, girl. Like, it was... They, they clearly have such a good connection. We saw it in the last episode and we saw it here. And yeah. I was thoroughly, really, really thrilled that they did such a good job. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very, very yeah. happy. Let's move to the runway. Category is red. First L. Are you red? E for me. Come on, Alaska. Not them repeating runway themes word for word. I like they did it. This what other season did they do this? I know they've done it. All Stars Free. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because Shandley came out with like 40 spikes. Yeah, and Trixie did the book look. Oh, my God, I love that look. Yeah. And Baby looked like Arnasia, and Kennedy didn't know what a meme was. Yeah. I don't know who They're that is. They're all memeing your that? ass to death, bitch. Mimi, what's Mimi? 
you know when they uh meme meme girl, girl. <laughs> let's start with beverly kills i liked this this was fine a yeah on the simple side but it's still good I yeah do... i go ahead well not what i was expecting from bev but it's okay i do think she probably should have lent the eye patch to yuri though yeah probably <laughs> well i don't think she was in the work they were on stage when yuri was doing her makeup so i don't think she would have known or like in between i guess but like yeah you i don't think it would have lended itself well to yuri's look we'll talk about yuri's look but yeah um yeah, I mean, this is perfectly fine. It looks good yeah. on her. I didn't understand the idea. Yeah. Like, I get there's a, I get the candelabra on her head. She's and I understand things. that there's wax dripping down her body. And I don't really understand anything else. That was an she's absence a, of a story. She's from the House of Wax. I guess. I mean, yeah, I just wanted something a little bit more ornate, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I Well, Bev's had better looks on this. But this definitely isn't bad by any means of the imagination. I'm just confused. No. And for that reason, uh, my cup's out of 60. Uh, I'm going to go 60 as well. Uh, make it three. Yeah. Slay. Solid. But you look good, Bev. Good for you, girl. She looks lovely, Watch. gal. Let's talk about Pamara. Okay. Not too bad. Can I just... I just want to know if this is just a me thing, and maybe mm. I need to get my eyes checked. Mm. Does this look orange to anyone else? Like the There's bits of orange. It did look orange to me. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, the base of the gown was red and then the accent color she chose was orange but it sounds like she was talking a lot about her indigenous Cultural heritage identity. yeah which makes me think that this is a traditional print again yeah. i don't know so please educate me in the comments because i'm not it i don't think it was ever explicitly explained mm. so I'm i mean michelle confused. made a comment about it as well so i imagine that it is yeah but. Yeah, it, it is. I just don't know what the significance is, and I would like to. So if somebody has context, yeah. like, please comment yeah. below. But um, I think this looks fine. The yeah. only issue that I have is you kind of lose her shape a little bit, and Pamara has mm. such a good shape. I was I was going to say, um, a peplum top with this, like, big poofy skirt. Not the most shape-enhancing <laughs> Yeah. But I love the hair and the makeup. Yeah. Yes. This is the this is the best Pamara's face has looked. Not that she's looked bad, but this is the best her face has looked. Mm. Um I don't know. Like it's again, I appreciate the fact that she's honoring her heritage. Love that. One that uh, separating that from the actual look. It just, it, it doesn't all come together for me. And if I gave yeah. Bev a 60, I'm going to give Pamara a 75. I'm also going to give this a 75. 
and I'm going to say 65. Slay the world. Slay the world. Anaconda. Oh, I yeah. love this. Yeah, RuPaul loved this as well. RuPaul is like, I would Does love to wear this. Does anyone still wear a oh, hat? hat? What's up with that? Anaconda does. Um, I love the like semi-translucent um, material that this is made out of. I love yeah. the like cutout in the center of the stomach that's not a cutout, but it looks like it is. Um, yeah, yeah. The way she modeled this, every single thing about this look, perfection. She looked gorgeous. Um, yeah. I've not really got much to add other than my cup's full. Um, I'm going to go on 95. I'm going to say my cup is full as well. It gives me very also Carmen Miranda. Mm. I think she said that in her confessional, and if she didn't, that's what I'm getting from this. It's giving me where in the world is Carmen Miranda. Yes. That's yeah. quite literally the reference I just talked about. Oh. I thought, uh, you know what, never mind. Anyway. <laughs> Anywho, Hannah looks great. My cup is full. Good on you, gal. Hannah has come with the looks, other than that one that she had to make. Like, she has come yeah. with the looks. <laughs> Molly Poppins. I, love I really like this. anus reveal. Yeah, fierce delicious influence. Watch out, fierce delicious. There's yeah. a new prolapse queen on the scene, and she's coming to <laughs> steal Howie Mandel. Um, I really liked the. Sorry, you go ahead, honey. I really liked the garters. I believe they're called. Mm -hmm. I think it was it was a nicer. Uh, uh, I don't want to say silhouette because it'd be like the same silhouette, but I think it looks nicer as a garter. And bit of a sexy outfit, which is nice to see on Molly. Um, yeah, the boa does kind of look like a really long intestine. Yeah, yeah, I <laughs> a I... really long prolapse. That part, or both, but I love those. <laughs> um, my issue with this, not that I really have a big issue because I think Molly looks great. My thing was, I actually liked it a lot more pre-reveal. Yes, agreed. When it was the big ruffle situation in the bodice, and then the bottom was just garter and shoe. I I thought that looked a little, a little bit better. It showed off her shape a little bit. Because at this point, she's holding her prolapse boa. But mm. where it sat on her body and became the train... It was a little bit too low to the point where you kind of lose her shape a little bit more. Mm. Um, with that being said, like I still think she looks great. It's just I I, I liked it pre-reveal a little bit better. Yeah. I'm gonna give it a 70. Um I'm gonna say 95 as well. And yeah, yeah. last look. Um I'm gonna give this an 80. But I think she still world. looks great. Slay the world. Slay... Oh. 
Yes, she's Queen Kong. Loved she's it. been on. Obsessed. She cleared. I love that not she... not much you can say about perfect outfit. Literally. Um, oh, hold on, I'm going to just quickly Google the name of what she was referencing, because I don't want to sound like a dude. It was yeah. Moana. It was the, the the mountain deity in Moana. I just don't remember the name. Yeah, yeah Teka. There we go. Teka. That's what I thought it was. Again, I just didn't want to sound like an ignorant white person. Um, but yeah, referencing Teka from Moana. This, I, I, will, I will say, because I want to still critique my faves, this is ever so slightly simple. And I think I just wanted something a little bit grander, maybe with like mm. a shoulder piece situation, with, with like in the cape. Yeah. Um, but like, oh, like to match the like horns that are happening on her head. But otherwise, mm. I think this is an incredibly solid and great look from Queen. She looked hot. Yeah. Very hot. This look was fire. Thank you, Raya. You're um, welcome. my cup is at an eighty. Um, I'm gonna say an eighty-three point five, and I'll say an eighty-five. Oh, I'm at ninety-three. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus! I can't do maths. Okay? okay, I'll give her. I'll give her a ninety then. If you're giving her a ninety-three, I'll give her a ninety. It's just because I I like this, but a little bit tiny less than um Molly's and Hannah's. Fair. Yeah. Sure. Yes, she's Mini Cooper. <laughs> okay, minus her tits being out, this is one of my favorite things Mini has worn. I think Mini looks great, and I think, Logan, you are a bad person for selecting this image in particular. Honey, this was the only fucking shot that she's not moving. And even yeah. then, she's still moving. I did the best I could with what I was given today, Mom. Okay, well, that's on whoever put the energy tablets in Nana's tea. I'm going to be honest. I think her tits being out did distract me too much from the look because it was just like, just give her a second take. Like, give her some safety pins. Give her a second take of the runway or third or fourth, whatever, it doesn't matter. And on that point specifically... They do the runways twice. Exactly. So were her tits out just for both of them? Because she said in the confessional, she was like, oh, yeah, they're, like, you know, they're falling out of whatever. But also, wasn't it a tribute to breast cancer? Or am I... No, HIV. HIV. Okay. I, yeah. I saw the ribbon and I got confused. Fair. No, it's the pink uh, ribbon. Breast, cancer, breast, is breast cancer Ah, Okay. We're saying the same thing, just in a different order. But yes, that. <laughs> and that's also, it was. Um, hold on, let me. Ma, she made a she made a tweet about it, so I'm just gonna try and quickly find it. Okay. Well, um, it was a I, nice. Sorry. You go ahead, honey. It was a nice tribute. I'm just I'm really distracted by it. Keeps falling down. Oh, I just like and... to add that this is Minnie Cooper's tweet Twitter bio. Minnie was abandoned as a baby and left in the doorway of Ark Nightclub. Thankfully, she was adopted and raised by drag queens who taught her everything. Yeah. 
then yeah, oh, so I need, to go follow, I need to go follow her on Twitter is what it's I need to do right now. It's just the Mini Cooper. Work, Diva. But, um, yeah, so she tweeted, last night for me was the most important moment of on Drag Race. I wanted to pay tributes to the queens who came before me, especially those who were taken too soon by HIV. Uh, Caroline Clark, and to share legs galore and to little bright story of passing on the very same day. Yeah, I, I really liked the tribute in the confessional, and obviously the red ribbon. Yeah, uh, and there's actually there's a better photo of it, and I'm wondering if I can throw this up for everyone just because I don't feel like this. I don't know, Logan. I can, if I send this to you, can you put it up? I I got it real quick. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. Shall I entertain yeah. the audience? With keep my talking. Keep talking about. Uh, yeah, but this was. This gown is gorgeously made. It's a beautiful color. It's a really good shade of red. I mean, I do kind of wish she had bracelets on, but then again, she's got these big old fucking capes attached to her wrist. Yeah. The way that this gown is structured and flows is really gorgeous, and the you know red ribbon on the back is really beautiful. And yeah. this episode, Minnie made me cry this episode talking about HIV and AIDS, uh. because, you know, Minnie is of the era where she probably watched and lost a lot of her friends to HIV and AIDS. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so this is a better look. This is a better photo of the look itself. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think this is a fabulous tribute. It's a really great look. The tits were a little distracting, but... I think overall, like the the draping of the gown, the classic silhouette, I think is just absolutely spectacular. Yeah. Um. So with that I being said, we... I'm gonna go ahead, Ram. I was just gonna say, I think the professional fighters obviously do it more justice than this totally runway presentation. Um, I am gonna say an eighty. I'm gonna go to an eighty-three, like the last time when I meant ninety-three. Because I'm not an evil bitch, my cup is full. Uh, I'm gonna angry. give her. I'm gonna give her a ninety-five. How dare both of you? It's the. It's tits. just the boobs. That's She's Minnie Cooper. Me. She's got lovely boobs. Leave her and her lovely boobs alone. You know, at her age, it's a great thing that her boobs aren't sagging. So let her be proud of that. Okay. Spanky Jackson! I'm not gonna lie, when she came out in a poppy dress, I was fully expecting this to be about World War Two. <laughs> well, first of all, it's World War One. Yeah. The poppies used to refer to both World, War, World Wars, aren't they? No, I think it's just World War One. Bitch, at this point, I mean... If you go through public education in the UK, all they do is talk about World War One and World War Two. Um, yeah. Oh, same in the US. Don't worry. Same in the US. Yeah. Mostly because it's um, one of the one of the only times where the UK wasn't the instigator of the war and wasn't you know <laughs> the bad guy. Yeah, um, I think Spanky um, looks wonderful, gal. I love mm -hmm. this clever. I love everything apart from the fact that the inside of the dress isn't lined. But other than yeah. that, I think she looks great. Um, worn on Remembrance Day, November 11th, each year the red poppies were among the first to flower in the devastated battlefields of northern France and Belgium in the First World War. Mm. So, so it, uh, it's, it started with the First World War, but it can represent the Second World War, if you will. I believe so. Yeah. And after World War Three starts, we'll see. Yeah. World War Three will just be me versus Eris. <laughs> And I'll win, bitch. No, you know not what? A I'm, gonna, 
I'm gonna start. I do plyometrics. You can't stop me. Go ahead, Raya. I'm gonna start the cups. I'm gonna go for an eighty-two point five. Slay the world. I'm gonna go for an eighty. No, I'm gonna go for a ninety. I would give this. I would say my cup is full, but I hate this like greased backbone. I need Spanky to know she is not a flamenco dancer. She is a drag queen. Please put some big hair on. Um, I'm going to give Spanky an 85. I didn't really give any of my comments whatsoever. But um, I, I do yeah, really right, like... Yeah. Anyway, as I was saying, um, I really like the, the details on the gown itself. I like the headpiece. The bun is just like the one part that's a little off. And then I do agree... Oh, yeah, no, we're taking them out again. Um, I do agree with the lining of the dress. I, I wish it was lined, but I think overall yeah. she looks great. I have to say, from a sewing perspective, lining Wait. a dress is a pain in the ass. So I get why oh, she didn't. Yeah. But it's also the main stage of Drag Race, and I'm going to be picky. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. It's just, if the inside of the fabric wasn't this, like, really off-white, it yeah. would have been fine. Like if this, say if this fabric was red on the inside of the dress, it would have been fine. Because imagine like if it was white. black. Ah, uh, oh, yeah. No. It would have been slutty. Yeah. But yeah, um, I'm not a fan of the Kate Middleton hair. That's all I have to say. And yeah, I do I have a picture of Spanky saved to my laptop somewhere from when we were doing uh, the cast review from her on House of Drags, where she's in like a little like sequin showstopper and this blonde hair in a snatchback bun, and she's pulling an expression. That makes her look like Olympia of Novimpia fame, but out of oh. drag. Oh. She's just like... Okay. 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 Let's talk about Yuri Guy. Yes. Invented Satanism. Invented the devil. Trinity who? That part. Yeah. I, I will say, is this the, the most... could never... As I was saying, Eris MV, um, is this the most inventive concept ever? No. no. Is this well executed? Absolutely. I was really shocked that there was no more devils on the runway. Well, it's someone the else now. had to have brought a devil runway. Do you like think? some, I I would bet good money. I know. Um, Aubrey Hayes didn't because she posted her look and it was like a Queen of Hearts situation. Oh, I don't I don't know what Faux did. I forgot to pull them. Um but pro someone else probably had a devil as like a backup oh, or something. Because it sounds like from, from my understanding, um queens tend to bring doubles of like the color categories just in case. Fair enough. Um you I'm know, I thought that, that's valid. <laughs> um yeah i think this uh, yuri looks great the fact that she was able to do this intricate makeup in the short period of time that they had to change on top of literally having an eye infection work clean your makeup brushes clean your makeup brushes uh and yeah. because of the fact that she did not clean her makeup brushes i'm gonna give this a 95 <laughs> 95 i'm going full Valid. Well, that's good for you, Diva. Favorite look of the week? Yuri. Mini Cooper. Hanaconda. Oh, look at us being different. And I know. 
Come on now. So we, so they do the runway, and RuPaul does his, oh, the, oh, the, oh, the, oi, 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 whatever, whatever. And then immediately, she's like, ladies, I've made some decisions. Spanky Jackson, Yuri Guy. I was like, oh, uh, literally when this happened, I was like, oh, they're safe. Good. No, they win the fucking challenge. (laughs) I was like, oh, shit. Okay. I'm really happy because Spanky and Yuri finally have a win under the belt. So this is Spanky's second. Oh. In three. Literally, her track (laughs) record currently is bottom two. Win, win. Set her aside, could never. Oh my god. Anyway, I'm very happy that Yuri has a win. I didn't know if it would happen because we know how the like quote unquote alternative girls tend to do on Drag Race, especially Drag Race hosted by RuPaul. So I'm very happy that <coughs> both that bless you that Spanky oh, you. got her second win, that Yuri finally has a win. I'm gagged that we're three episodes in and Hannah and Queen don't have a win. That's yeah. honestly where I'm at. And I this would have been a good were... episode for them. But that would have also given Molly her second win, is the thing. I don't know if they're like as keen on Molly as they are on Hannah. Mm. And we'll talk about the challenge next week where, I, spoiler, I feel like, not spoiler, but like prediction, I feel like Hannah's going to win. Um... But I was very happy Spanky and Yuri win the challenge. Yay. Oh, slay the world. Slay the world. world. Um, this would be the moment to talk about Untucked, where Bev has a full breakdown. Oh, I could not. Not just that. a breakdown, but a full breakdown. Yeah. A, I'm put like I put up this character being dark and mysterious and cool, but I'm so scared all the time. I was like, oh shit, this is like this it isn't a drag deep. race workdown. This is like hi, this is my actual personal trauma. Someone get yeah. me off this set. Yeah. All I'm saying is if I ever broke broke down like that on drag race, I would need someone to escort me to like the toilet or something, because I'm not having that kind of breakdown on television. Yeah. And this was, it was hard for me to watch this because I feel very similar in the sense I try to come across as goofy and funny and silly in an attempt to like stop or to prevent myself getting hurt by people because of things in my past. So it was, this was difficult and uncomfortable for me to watch, but I'm glad that, I'm glad that Bev got to share her story at least. But you know, watching that, it's still like, haha, that is a part of me. Well, and my my cynical like reality TV knowing ass was like, oh good, Bev's going home. Like that's immediately where my mind went. I was like, oh, she's getting so much airtime in the second half of this episode. Oh, she's going home. We're losing Bev. Um, mm. Yeah, I think all three of us could probably relate to Bev in this moment in one way or another. Like we've all had those moments. I know I definitely have. Three so. a.m. this morning. Three a.m. Oh. this morning. But she's here, ladies and gentlemen. I can't do Silla Black. I tried to do Silla Black. She's here, ladies she's a and journalist, gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. That's the only like Silla that I can do. Oh, anyway. She's not a drag queen at all. She's just she's from Essex. Um, 
Yes. So we come back. We find out that everybody is safe except for Pamara and Beverly. They are the bottom two. The thing that killed me about these placements is it was like, welcome back to the stage. Pamara, Beverly, you're in the bottom. Well, then when they announce the winner, they're like, oh, the other, other Spanky, are you in? I'm like, <laughs> you're the winner. They're trying to get Yuri out of drag as quickly as they possibly can to make sure she does not have an eye infection and they don't have to pay for her medical care more than they already have. So that part. But we got Kamara and Bev lip syncing to Starstruck by Years and Years featuring Kylie Minogue. I've waited years and years for a Years and Years lip sync. I love it. This was... Honestly, I know we've said it the last couple of weeks here at Down Under, and I know we've been talking about it a lot recently with all of the international franchises. Definitively, more so than anything we've seen recently, this should have been a double save. Yeah. Yeah. I thought this was so good. I thought it was so evenly matched. They both fit the song so perfectly. I think if I had to pick a winner, though, I'm going to be honest, I think I maybe would have picked Pomara. Me too. I think Pomegranate did great. I think Beverly kills the lip sync. Yeah, because Beverly yeah. did have some stunts that I was watching and I was like, ooh. She did this thing where she was like... Skills. Where she, 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 did like, she did like a sidekick into a split. I was like, Bitch. hello? I think, so they both have, like, good, like, gags. I yeah. think Bev just had the better timed gags. Mm. But I believed the song more, I think, a little bit from Pamara. Just a little bit more than I did Bev. But I thought this was, this is probably, I'm going to go ahead and say now, this is probably going to be on my end of year top 22 lip syncs. Like, this is probably going to be in there. Yeah. Because this is just a really, really good lip sync. Yeah. Um. Have we had two Kylie Minogue lip syncs already? We sure fucking have. Three episodes into Down Under season two, and they've got two Kylie Minogue. How many did they have last season? One. One. Exactly. And it was Down a woman Under. we don't care about, and uh, Maxi. But. Yeah. So we get the results of this lip sync. And we have to say goodbye to Pamara Fifth. I'm going to be yeah. honest, a lot sooner than I anticipated her going. I yeah. was sad to see Pomegranate Eighth be eliminated this episode. Pombez. Pombez. Yeah, I, I, I thought she would have made it at least a little bit further based on the editing and mm. all I was that expecting kind of stuff. top five. I would have said maybe sixth. Yeah. But... I mean, to be fair, she also had been, like, safe and low, so, like, her track record didn't... And I figured they would have, like, kept her around for the beef with Minnie Cooper, but then again, almost everyone has beef with Minnie Cooper at this point, so it's just, like, which storyline are we going to go with more than the other? Yeah. Yeah. So... I also think with Beverly obviously having, like, a full breakdown in Untucked, they were kind of like, if she goes tonight, that it's going to be like the last that's like her last straw <laughs> you know yeah not to say they haven't done that to people before i mean oh 
Like, look at art. Look I was going with no, with art, I rewatched that the other day just because I wanted to hear the uh -huh. line again. And it was like the producers were just trying to like make her feel better. It was like, well, at least you were here. She was like, that means nothing. That means I was nothing. Like, nothing. Well, you. Well, One I'm, of my no, they... favorite drag race moments ever. Absolutely agreed. Like, yeah. I don't give a fuck. Art Simone is so is such good television in that sense. I love art. I hate... Uh, I'll say it once and I'll say it again. I hate the way that art was treated. Like, yeah. with the comeback and everything like that. Because she's gotten so much unnecessary hate that literally has nothing to do with her. Yeah. Do I think they should have just done a, like, redemption challenge and then you can rig it for art to win? Absolutely. The mm -hmm. optics of the situation just didn't look cute. But I like art simone overall so anyway that is drag race down under episode three next week snatch game i'm so, so happy it wasn't episode happening. two I, I was so happy it wasn't episode yeah. two this year like <laughs> um at this point go check out our review of um someone else snatch game snatch game yeah canada snatch game that and snatch game, game yeah. out so, Canadia. um, Canadia. Um, snatch going on. Oh, oh. Uh, with that, make sure to subscribe, like, and sh Can I do the outro, or are you going to keep interrupting me, bitch? I've got a delay. I'm not trying to interrupt you. I've got a delay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. I'm on Raya's Wi-Fi. Yeah. No, you're on Kimmy Couture's Wi-Fi. Um, <laughs> subscribe, like, and share. Goodbye! <laughs> Oh. Do you believe in love or the love? There's a love, 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 love. That means nothing.